Congrats on no pregnancies. Um, but uh, is it cool. is it geek related if you call it a red wedding? <laughs> I call mine Shark Week. Does that count? If I were a woman, I'd call mine that one scene in The Shining where uh, the door is all flooded with blood, but it's really too long. To yeah, explain, that's so. yeah, that is Shark Week is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you're not a woman. That's Jason. why I'm not a woman. That, that the is one the and only reason. Only reason. <laughs> you can't properly name your period. You know what else can't properly name its period? The Savage Land. The Savage Land. <laughs> That's Jason's secret. He records as soon as he turns his computer on. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I turn my computer on. And we are back in the Savage Land aviary. You just heard Ghost Eye by The Sword. You can check out their new album, High Country, in stores everywhere you can find music now. Sponsored by The Sword. Sponsored by The Sword! Dude, uh, The Sword is actually one of my favorite bands. Metal bands. Really? Oh, yeah. Have okay. you seen them live? I haven't seen them live. Holy crap. They put on an amazing show. Really? Oh, dude. They, just, they rock like no other. When was the last time they were around here? Uh, about a year ago, they came, and uh, Jenica took me for my birthday, because it was like two days after my birthday, mm-hmm. and we drank Jameson in the car before we, before we went in. <laughs> Sounds like the, a fun time. Yeah, before we went After in. you were done driving, though. Well, yeah, we parked, okay. drank Jameson, went to the show. Jenica spent the entire show in the bathroom throwing up. Oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I, and I enjoyed the sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's uh, introduce the panel. As you can hear, Matt is alive and well after taking a treacherous trip to Jurassic World. I did. It was fine. I survived. I mean, me and dinosaurs, they, we get along. We're you get along? Oh, yeah. Do you have, like, some trained velociraptors now? Yeah. No, I'm not too into those. Not too into those? No. You're not into the, the whole standing with your hands out and clicking a button thing? Oh, like dolphins? No. No. No, no. No, it was, like, in Jurassic World. Yeah, like, movie. that's what they do with dolphins. Oh, is that what they do with dolphins? That's why oh. he did that. <laughs> that's why he did that. <laughs> I don't know dolphin stuff. Well, because they said he was, a, they said he was a navy guy. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense now. Ta-da! Wow. <laughs> that movie got less worse in my mind. Less worse, less bad. Yeah, that's how they train dolphins with little clickers. Wow. Yep. This has been Jurassic World Facts, brought to you by Matt's brain. Well, I was just there, so I know what it was all about. That's true. I guess you must have learned all the the stories. I'm glad they got it all back together, though. Yeah, more or less. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's still patchwork to be done. It wasn't very long ago that that happened. No, that's true. <laughs> Mitch, how's yes. it going? Wonderful. You're back. You're on the show just like every other week. Yep. How's it going, man? Like every other week. Doing well? Uh, that Jameson talks giving me memories of last night. <laughs> yeah, did you have a bit of a night? Yeah. Uh, leader of Jameson later, and here I am. Wow. A leader. <laughs> A liter of cola. <laughs> Anybody? No? Yep, I got it. Okay, good. That's good. And back on the show for a second time, we have Elisa. Hello. And her voice is coming through clearly this time, because I'm better at my job a little bit. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We're glad to have Thank you on. You. And Rachel, last but not least. Welcome yes, back. hello. Wow. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. Really, really glad you're bringing it today. <laughs> oh, it's wrong. 
Oh, man, I'm glad to be back, guys. I really am. It's, it's nice. It's very crowded and stuffy in here and inside the, the Savage Land aviary, but it's good. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> uh, let's, let's start the catch-up. Let's, you know, let's start the same way we started the show. Matt, go ahead and catch us up on your week. Sounds like you had quite the adventurous time. Well, I've had... Uh, yeah, well, that's true. So I, I'll just go ahead and skip the... Yeah, just skip the Jurassic World. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could talk all about dinosaurs for the next hour and a half if you guys want, but... We could probably skip that. Yeah, no, we can skip that. It's okay. Everyone kind of <laughs> understands. They've seen movies. They it's pretty well, much the same. Well, I mean, I don't know. I have a chalk, uh, you know, chalk full of dinosaur facts. I know you are. <laughs> I've tested that theory. Uh, no, so let's see. I don't know if you guys talked about it last time because Jurassic World, but witches? Did you oh, guys mention witches? we did witches? not mention witches. Uh, we didn't bring it up because you, you weren't, weren't here. here so. oh, well, th- well, thanks, guys. You're welcome, Matt. We're considerate. Anyway, witches was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, agreed, agreed, yes, agreed. I love totally it. Agree. <laughs> totally, it, like it made me almost piss my pants, but I it loved it. It made me super queasy. Like, yeah. oh yeah, felt sick. Oh, it was especially the very end end scene. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> super messed up. But no, I thoroughly enjoyed reading that. That was awesome. So that's is that now the second Scott Snyder book you've read? That would be the second one, unless there's one I've read that I don't know that I've read it. Hmm. American Vampire, maybe. I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah, who awesome, wrote dude. 30 Days a Night? Not Scott Snyder. Okay. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did read that. That was pretty good. Anyway, uh, no, I read, uh, well, I listened to the audiobook of uh, Ernest Klein's new novel, Armada. Dude, how is it? I really liked it. Really? Yeah, it's super good. Better or worse than Ready Player One? Not as good. Not as good by a good margin or? Well, let's see. Ready Player One had the best climactic imagination scene of any book I've ever read. Yeah. I mean, holy crap, that yeah. was so fucking awesome. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, but it was it was good. I, I did enjoy it. It was a little... The third act rushed too, way too fast for me. Mm. It was sort of like Fantastic Four. Fantastic. It was like, here's the third act. Ah, it's over. Ah, shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. He must have gone to the Josh Trank School of Storytelling. Yeah, but I mean, it uses the same <laughs> Ready Player One kind of tropes where it talks a lot about old video games and 80s music and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So in that vein, I was kind of like, well, you already kind of blew your load on that one. So yeah. trying to rush, push that, no, no pun intended with rush, but he talks about <laughs> rush a lot. Uh, he should have just transitioned to a new decade. Like, he should have gone into the 90s and started talking about the Ninja Turtles cartoon. And well, I think he could have skipped a lot of that kind of referential stuff. I don't think he needed for everything. And I think the reason it made so much sense in Ready Player One was because that was the whole idea of the entire... Yeah. So integral into the whole story, whereas this was kind of... He didn't really need it. Now, now give us the synopsis of Armada. So, obviously, like we've seen, okay, it's the same author and everything. But what's, what's I guess, the, the premise? Um... Dude is a video game player. They play like a sort of like a dogfight video game, and it's super popular on the whole planet, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's ranked sixth. And then aliens show up, and they are flying the exact same ships that are in the video game. And That's then, interesting. So it's like Pixels, but the book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, totally, I mean totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like that's not so far off. Yeah, really? Yeah, just better. Yeah, it's definitely better. I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't see pixels, but I saw that. I saw that one review where the guy was just like 
berating it for all it's worth. Have you seen that? Like the what's yeah, that, that was name? an amazing review. It was one of the best reviews <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's I mean that's a real basic premise. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the government shows up and the government's flying the uh, Earth Defense Force EDF from the video game. That's really cool, actually. And then you know that's shit awesome. happens. So it's basically like. Basically, this, the the idea of it is like video games actually help in this crazy scenario. Yeah, it's a little Ender's gamey, which is fun. Yeah, I love Ender's game. Yeah, the, at first I was like, is it is, is he just gonna rip Ender's? I, I mean, I don't want to say too much, but I was like, <laughs> is he ripping off Ender's game for the whole thing? And then he doesn't. But. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out in the end, it was all more than just a game, and and he was duped by the by <laughs> Colonel Graf and and the entire IF and. Then he has to just shoot off to the planet that he just killed and try to colonize and learn their history while his sidekick goes back down on Earth and fights military wars. Okay, I'm going way too deep down the Yeah, road. you are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I would. Rec- I do recommend it. It's a good. It's it's a good book. I I, I like Ernest Klein because I feel like he really gets. He gets you. It gets the. He gets what he's going for, and he gets <laughs> geek culture, and he gets. And he's obviously super into video games. And yeah. So that's cool. I, I like Ernest Klein. I, I heard a couple of interviews with him uh, promoting the book, and, and he's he's a fun guy to listen to, for sure. Yeah, we should have him on the show sometime. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. just oh, invite yeah. him over. Grab him over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Let's sure. Just down the street. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, cool. He guys. comes <laughs> to the aviary all the time. <laughs> yeah. No worries. <laughs> all right, Mitch, catch us up. Well, I started the Dresden Files and finished the first book this week. How was it? Loved it. Really? It reminds me of, I guess, like a Constantine type character. Similar, yeah, totally. And so, so what's what's the Dresden Files about for those that have not uh, read it, or read it, or heard of it? So it's this guy who is a wizard, mm-hmm. and the first book he gets approached, or a lady calls him up to hire him for his services, mm-hmm. and it's to find her husband, and he helps the police on different like cases they do. And there's a murder case, and he kind of gets sucked into this giant thing that this guy is killing people, and they don't know how because he's using magic. And that sounds just kind of goes from there. He has to deal with vampires and demons and all sorts of cool things. And toot toot, yeah, toot toot. toot and toot. Bob, Bob's Bob. the best. Bob is awesome. I'll act like his <laughs> references. He's like, make a love spell. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds entertaining, but I have, I have no context for it. I'm just picturing <laughs> Constantine with vampires. They have this conversation where Dresden's like, don't I need to use champagne for the love spell? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you can just use tequila. It works the same. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, yeah. Just results in more pregnancies. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What else you got? You got any anything else in your pressure cooker this uh, lately? No, not this week. You finished this time at your mother s- yet? Almost. I'm on the last season. You're on the last season. Yes, I am getting in real deep now. Yeah. Just watched the episode <laughs> of Lily meeting the mother for the first time, and they have the cookies. The some bitches. <laughs> what's the what's the mother's name in the show again? Like the last season, I forget. Just I don't completely, even know what her almost. Name is. Really? Yeah. She's just the mother. Huh? Do they even name her? I was gonna say she I has a name. She she of course, she has one. a name. Yeah, they have conversations with <laughs> her a lot. 
I can't remember what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> this reminds me of the never ending story. Yeah. I, 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 I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end. Got a namer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Call my name. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. What, what was the name, though? I can't remember. From Victoria. The, Victoria, that's right. All I'm Her name is, is Bill. Tracy McConnell. Tracy, that's a dumb name. Is that the actress or the character? No, that's the character. It's oh, kind of a weird character that name. Doesn't even sound familiar. Yeah. Doesn't matter. She I dies think... anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks, Matt. <laughs> you dick. Spoilers. Fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. We're so much hate mail. <laughs> I've only watched it five times so far. Wow, you've watched that show five times. Yes, this is the sixth. All seven run. seasons. Holy shit. <laughs> There's nine seasons. That's that's more. Oh my oh, god! There is nine seasons. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit! Okay, wow. someone's got to like do the math on that. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of viewing hours. I thought that when I watched uh, Seinfeld from front to back, it was a lot, but yeah, I'm gonna five go ahead, times. I'm gonna go ahead and do the math on that. Go ahead and do the math, and while while Matt does the math, Elisa, catch us up. Well, recently I've been catching up on 38 years of horror movies. I've never... 38 years? I've, well, I'm 38, and yeah. I've never really seen any horror movies. Okay. So. Now you're speaking my language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what you been I've watching? been watching um, Wrong Turn. I've, I think I've watched... I've, I think I've actually watched all of those. And then The Hellraisers. I've watched Ooh, probably oh, The yes. mm-hmm. So good. And then the other day... So those are the only ones I've watched so far, so don't get too excited. I'm not that far into this. <laughs> but uh, the other day I watched Exeter. Never it's, heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh Is it about gosh. someone who leaves places? <laughs> In a scary yes. fashion? Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's a it's like an asylum for children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's possession and asylum. stuff asylum. happening. And I actually loved it. So, like, wrong turn. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's, like, laughable, like comedy, right? Like, mm-hmm. gory comedy. Yeah. And then Hellraiser is good. I like it. But Exeter, I was like... It freaked me out, is what really? I'm saying. Yes, I really, really liked it. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. If you're getting in the horror mood, you should probably read Witches like uh, like Matthew yes. and Rachel did. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I heard you guys talking yeah. about it, and if it scared you that bad. Oh, it's, yeah. It's witches with a Y instead of an I. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. fancy witches. Fancy yeah. witches. Yeah. <laughs> They're not very fancy. What? Actually. <laughs> They're really not. What's forthcoming on your list of horror movies? I think I have to finish the rest of the Hellraisers. Yeah? Yeah. How many are there? There's a bunch. There's like there's a ton. I think there's eight. Yeah. Oh, wow. But if you get to five... They- I think you're good. <laughs> if, you, if you can, yeah, wow, if you even get to five, you're, that's ahead of the game. Because the first I, two I are excellent. I actually really liked four. Okay. It's in space. <laughs> it's in but, space? But yeah. it is in space. It's in space, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's so dumb. <laughs> but it has Adam Scott in it. It has Adam Scott in it? Yeah. I'll watch it. <laughs> I don't care how dumb it is. I'll watch anything Adam Scott's in. I love that. That's awesome. What about uh, anything else besides your horror movie kick? That's just what I've had time for now. Yeah. I kind of it's kind of ridiculous, but I'll throw them on before bed and <laughs> watch. It's a good idea. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> just throw on this horror movie as a nice, calm little bedtime story. I did that with the X Files. Oh yeah, that backfired. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Which episode? <laughs> Oh, I would just throw them on just to fall asleep, too. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Then your dreams became bad. fucked this, up as hell. This is bad. How Mitch, much? This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you have spent 42 
consecutive days. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> that does not include sleeping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is legend. Wait for it. 42 oh days. God. No. <laughs> We're going to count yeah. this to the 42 days. And in day 42 mark. days of the podcast, we'll say the last half of that word. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. That's and I'm just that's assuming that they're 42 minute long episodes. No, they're 20 oh. they're 22 minute long episodes. Oh, okay, so yeah. 22 days. Okay, so we'll wait 22 days. Okay. They're only they're 20 minute episodes. Yeah, uh, why it's a sitcom, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then totally reasonable. Yeah, totally. 22 days. No, I mean, come on, no easy. No that means it's fine. Yeah, it's easy. No one, it's once you cross the 30 threshold that it yeah. gets bad. I mean, yeah. duh. <laughs> so I need to go one more run. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, please don't. Just go watch Constantine instead. Each season is I've already watched 76 hours. Oh, good. Each season is each, 76 each, hours? No, sorry. Watching one season straight is 76 hours. Wow. Watching one... God damn it. Watching... <laughs> The whole show from start to finish is 76 hours long. That's Holy cow. And, yeah, but Mitch, you did it seven times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working on six. <laughs> wow. That's that's incredible. <laughs> good, good on you, Mitch. I applaud your commitment. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show. If I can't find anything to watch, I'm just like, hey, why not? It makes me laugh every time and... Hey, no, makes that's... me feel good about myself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel well, less alone in the world. It's not working. Pick another oh. one. <laughs> yeah, watch something you haven't watched. There's, I'm sure there's shows you haven't watched. There are some. The problem community. is that this yes, one is child-appropriate. So Did you ever watch There's a lot that uh, I don't want to watch, but aren't child-appropriate. What was the community is. What was the other J.J. Abrams one? Lost? No. Alias? The Alias? other one. Actually, I did just start a new show this week. Fringe. Watch, oh, watch Fringe. Fringe. Okay. That was an awesome Jesus show. I started, Christ, Matt. It's not a geek show, but I started Friday Night Lights this week. Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Hey, there you I go. I like it. I'm almost one season in, and, yeah. dude, I'm digging it for being a kind of high school drama. Mm. Next he's going to watch Varsity that, Blues. but you don't like Arrow. Yeah, what the hell? It's the football that? part, the football aspects. Football! <laughs> what about the killing? Everybody ready aspects? for some football? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I feel like you're not ready for some football. <laughs> I thought you guys were ready for some football. <laughs> I just want to make, make sure this guy's ready for some football. <laughs> uh, if you don't get the reference, it's, it's a Mystery Science Theater 3000 reference that goes back to Monday Night Football reference. Laser so. blast. Laser blast, yeah. <laughs> the best it really is one of the best episodes <laughs> that's such a good show i'm glad that uh, i'm glad that a combination of rachel and matt force fed me that show <laughs> that's <was> good stuff <laughs> yeah that's my default show oh well, i will watch that over and over again same here it's good stuff mine's 30 rock 30 rock or scrubs yeah jenica mm. was a huge 30 rock she went down that hole <laughs> i need to go down that hole uh, did you guys know that donald glover was a freaking writer on that show for like yeah. a few seasons yeah i didn't know that and same with um oh what's his fucking face Never mind, I'll, I'll remember the name at some point. But other comedian guy yeah. was also a writer that, on that, that show. Guy. That one guy that we all like. <laughs> I totally knew. Yeah, duh. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> Rachel, looks like it's your turn to catch us up. Um, well, besides cosplay. Yeah. Is it, is it going better? Your Batgirl oh, costume? I have pictures. You have pictures. 
That'll go well on a podcast. Yeah, audio podcast wow. for pictures. Yeah. in my pictures. Just tweet them out. <laughs> then it uh, gives people a reason to get onto our Twitter. I suppose we could tweet them out. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. That is a good cowl. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's solid. It's not finished yet. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's dope. Man, I, I wish you guys could see this. It's uh, yeah, so you guys awesome. Yeah. Just <laughs> Maybe we'll take that picture and tweet it out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. everybody needs to see how awesome I am. They do, really. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll tweet. <laughs> when, we, when we send this, this uh, episode out, we'll also have it tweeted out and Facebooked out and... Maybe Instagram. I don't know. I guess we'll we think could about Instagram. Use our Instagram. Yeah, it's just sitting there empty <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, um. Oh, let's see what else. Oh, I read a comic called Nailbiter. Ooh, Jeff Lemire, right? No. Or no, Nailbiter is Joshua Williamson. That's weird. Why did I think it was Jeff Lemire? Anyway, I don't on. know. I've heard it's really good though. But um. I actually only read it because David Bowie's daughter went mm-hmm. into Black Cat Comics to get it. That's weird. I'm like, it's okay. random. All right, sure. Yeah, David Bowie's daughter. If it's good enough for her, yeah, it's good I'm enough like, for me. Hey, sure, whatever. <laughs> but it's very Silence of the Lambs. In what way? Cannibals. It's, it's murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's this town where it's basically breeding serial killers. There's been eight serial killers from this one town. Wow. So now they're trying to figure out if all of the killers are connected, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's making them, essentially. Wow. And one of the main killers, they called him the nail-biter killer, he, he would take his victims who had a habit of biting their nails, and he would kidnap them and lock them up and let their nails grow, and then he would bite them. <laughs> All the way down. And then he would and then he would kill them. Ew. Wow. But there's like different serial killers. So it's like a murder mystery type thing? Weird yeah. But he's kind of helping them figure out why there's so many serial killers (laughs) from this one town. Huh. That is super interesting. It uh, is. I absolutely loved it. But like creepy too. Yeah, I'm not saying it was aliens, but yes, that's So I highly recommend it. Yeah, you that like serial killers. It's really good. It sounds really cool. It sounds like a book I'm probably not going to read, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not going to read it is not a reflection of the quality. <laughs> it's just my personal taste yeah. and no. my sleeping patterns. I, yeah. <laughs> this one describes it like Seven, the movie. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Seven is kind of a freaky movie. Says that it. What's in the box? <laughs> It mixes Twin Peaks with the horror of Seven. Yeah, because you don't really know what's going on. There's a lot of weird stuff. Twin Peaks, the restaurant, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I also watched a movie. Which that movie? I have to bring up because it was so bizarre. It's called Rubber. Never heard of it. Is it about condoms? Okay. So, different movie. Okay. Keep going. It's on Netflix if anybody wants to. Did you say rubber or robber? Rubber. Is that the tire one? It's the tire one. Yeah. I keep seeing that. Like, I should watch that. That looks interesting enough. It's it's this tire. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Robert. He has telekinetic powers. (laughs) And he goes on a killing spree. What? But he also falls in love with this girl and kind of stalks her. <laughs> but meanwhile, there's this group of people out in the desert with binoculars watching everything unfold. Oh, shit. 
But, like, the cops are all thinking, oh, it's a play. We're all in on it. But it turns out to be real. The tire's actually murdering people. And this kid is like, guys, it's the tire. And nobody will listen to him because it's a tire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then it just becomes. That is fucking bizarre. Everybody rallying. We got to stop the tire from killing people because he'll, like, shake and then your head will explode. What? Oh wow, that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. That sounds like it's a good one. It's really watch. hard to get through. I had a hard time, but huh. it's really bizarre. And then you get—I don't know if I should spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil so, it. Don't spoil it. No, I want to watch it. Okay. I was going to say I want to watch it now too. Yeah, that's. Right, I, I won't spoil it. Interesting enough. Even though I want to, because the best <laughs> line ever is at the end, <laughs> and then what happens at the end is just. Laugh we'll give lot. we'll give everyone the week to watch it and then yes, we can spoil it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's an interesting concept. I'll give you that. It is. And somebody convinced a producer to actually, like, like somewhere along the line, there was a pitch there, for this there's movie. There's an opening that monologue that goes up. along with it, which after you watch the movie, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, I actually get what yeah. you're going for. So, well, I'm yeah. just saying, like, because the, the plot might be awesome. But, like, convincing a studio to put money behind a, ti- a movie about a tire killing people yeah. is fucking insane. Named Robert. Yeah. Robert the Tire. <laughs> Anytime I write a screenplay, I'm going to find that person and have him pitch my idea because he's got some magic. Absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Is there, there anything else that uh, you were wanting to bring up? No. I, no? I, I think that's it. just my awesome. serial killer. <laughs> Serial killer stuff. <laughs> well, I made a cow. Hashtag just serial killer things. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I guess it's my turn. Uh, I So last, was that last night? Two nights ago? Something like that. Um, I watched American Ultra with Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Um, the freaking one of five Max Landis movies coming out this year, that, which is fucking insane. Um, but anyway, uh, it was it was pretty deep. Have you guys seen the previews for American Ultra? Yeah. I wasn't Super sure about it because of what's her face, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I actually I enjoyed Kristen Stewart in this movie a lot. What was that? I just remembered that I have seen the previews. Oh, you have seen? It? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. So it's basically like the premise is basically like Born Identity meets Pineapple Express, kind of <laughs> like. Super weird. This uh, this dude was like in a in a military program or whatever to develop like you know uh, uh, super killers, um, and then his memory gets erased or whatever, and he, you know, is like just working this weird job at a gas station, and like just weird shit keeps happening to him. And then these guys try to kill him, and he, it's super weird. Like it's a very weird movie, but like there were a lot of parts of it that were pretty awesome, and I actually really liked Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart um, a surprisingly amount. Um, but, like, I don't know. The pacing was a little off in the movie. So, like, the entire time, it's like, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be funny right now or if I'm supposed to be, like, taking this part seriously because it kind of has that tonal whip. Like, not whiplash, but just that sort of confusion of, like, okay, here's a funny part, but then here's an action scene, but then this is serious, but then this is funny. And, like, the way it's sort of mixed around, the pacing's just a little weird. Um, but it was still an enjoyable movie. I don't see myself seeing it in theaters again, but but it was it was good. It's decent. It's, it is worth the ticket price, probably. But... Okay. Yeah, no, it was fun. And then uh, I also read um, uh, Brian Azzarello and Lee Mayo's Joker, um, which is basically a graphic novel centering, you know, obviously around the Joker. Um, he gets released from Arkham, and the, the entire novel we're following this guy named Johnny Frost, 
who's actually going to be in uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Um, but he he's basically like this uh, this two bit thug that um, has you know sort of this opportunity to make something of himself because he gets sent by his boss to pick the Joker up from Arkham. And so this entire graphic novel, it's a, um, it was never in single issue, so the whole thing is a graphic novel format. Um, but the entire thing, we're sort of seeing through his eyes, watching like the Joker and sort of getting into, for some reason the Joker trusts him, you know, and kind of like lets him in a bit. And he's just watching like this fucked up world that the Joker's in, and he's really wanting to be in it. And like the, the crazy things that the dude does and like how, you know, he, Joker is basically starting to go on this rampage and just start a war because he feels like while he was in Arkham, you know, they let his city go to shit or whatever. Like, he, he always talks about, like, my city and everything like that, which I thought created an interesting dichotomy with him and Batman because Batman always talks about it, it being his city, you know? So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool and clever. Um, but no, he comes out and just goes on this fucking rampage and starts killing, like, all the, the other, you know, like... Um, mob bosses or whatever because it's like you know they they divided up my city and they've they've let it go to shit while i've been gone um but then there's all these like interesting moments of like when the joker's you know guard is let down or you know when it's like he and harley alone or whatever like it's it's probably the the most interesting like dive into the joker's mind as far as like how he works and why he does the things that he does that i've ever read and libra mayo is fantastic artist um and so the art in the entire book is is beautiful um, but I, I really freaking enjoyed it. It's like, uh, it's probably, it can't be much longer than like maybe 80 pages, but really good. Really, really good. So highly recommend that, you know, and it, it was very, you know, like uh, the reason I read it, um, well, there were a few reasons I was reading it, but, um, because I've been wanting to read it for a long time, but I'm doing my Joker cosplay and I was like looking at kind of like ideas for the look cause mm-hmm. Libra Mayo is a really good look for his Joker. Um, and so I picked it up at my uh, comic book store and I got like two pages in, and I just couldn't stop like turning the pages as I was reading. It. I was like, "Damn it, I have to buy this shit!" And uh, <laughs> I was like, "I did not intend to buy anything when I went in there, and I ended up walking away with uh, two graphic novels." But which happens all the time. Um, but it's no, it's a dangerous place to go. It really is. I've been there. God. Yeah. I almost went last night. Like, I almost went last night, and I almost actually bought a graphic novel that I already had. <laughs> And it, like I got so close to doing it, and I was like, "No, no, I shouldn't buy it or whatever." And then I get home and I see it on my bookshelf. I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've was, done that before too." That's yeah. why I make lists. I know. I really need to make lists. Do you check them twice? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I suppose she'll never know who's naughty or nice. That's true. <laughs> no. But yeah, never. no, that was that was my stuff, and then I've been watching. Batman the Animated Series, as I always do. I try to watch at least one Animated Series episode every week, because they're all fantastic. Um, oh, you know what I did? I watched... What you watch? I watched like ten episodes of Rick and Morty. Yeah? How was it? <laughs> I fucking love that show. Yeah? <laughs> that is fucking one of the funniest shows I've seen in forever. Really? I especially loved, and you won't get this reference, Jason. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Good to know. I'm needling him. Uh, <laughs> when, they, when, they go, when they go to that, like... When the when Rick turns them all into like uh, praying mantis people, you know that episode. I don't. I don't think so. No. Oh. Well, is this the new season or is this season no, one? Season one. Anyway, he turns them all, and then he like tries to fix them, and he turns them into these horribly like super disgusting deforms, and he, it's like they start referring to everybody as Cronenberg people. <laughs> oh, I get why I won't get it because I haven't watched The Fly yet because you've been bugging me about it forever. <laughs> Further pun. Ah, uh, bugging. Ah, <laughs> uh, The Fly. 
Uh, but no, I think that show is very funny and very smart. Yeah. I, uh, I love the creator of that show because it's the same guy that created, or one of the creators, the same guy that created Community. And he's got a podcast every week. Stan Harmon has a podcast called Harmon Town where he basically just gets up and rambles into a mic and then they play uh, Shadowrun, like, which is like a Dungeons & Dragons type RPG tabletop game. They play it in front of a crowd of people at, at uh, Meltdown Comics, which it's a really enjoyable show if anyone feels like listening to like mindless jabbering for a while. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Um, no, I really need to watch Rick and Morty, though. I've had it, like, on my list of things to watch for years and years and years. And by years, I mean, like, you know, months. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty great. I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. All right. Well, uh, sounds like it's time to get to our next segment, which is the review. <laughs> <laughs> No one helped me out on that sound. Nope. That's fine. Whatever. Nope, that's all you're going to. Dicks. I'm going to wish you oh. luck. <laughs> I felt like I couldn't have added anything <clears throat> to it, was, it. It was already perfect. I was going to add no, the car alarm perfect. sound, but then my throat got all weird. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the review this week, this was a comic book week, and this was an indie comic book week. Um, we read Five Ghosts, guys, by... Uh, Frank J. Barbary and Chris Mooneyham. Rachel, you recommended this book. I did. Just lead, lead us off with, with your thoughts. With your the reason you recommended it, the reason you enjoyed it, um, you know, what, what kind of your favorite parts were. The reason were. that I shouted to my office how awesome it was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so different. Yeah. And I love the I love mystical, paranormal ghostly things and I think that's why I liked it the best and I love that because of the ghosts he has abilities that they have I think that's my favorite part yeah is that he can channel them and use their abilities it is really cool and it's very Indiana Jones-esque and I like that too it is it is I uh and and Matt brought something up that uh well I'm gonna get to it are you going to get to it? <laughs> oh, he'll get to it. Yeah, I've got, Apparently, I've got, my, I've got my... You've got your notes? Yeah. Good. Because that... No, it stood out to me, too. So I, I loved... I loved the, the art in this book. I loved the storytelling. And I love the idea that, like... That, like, they're ghosts. Like, these, these characters that were, like, created or whatever, like, have actual ghosts that he's inhabiting. For some reason, that just, like, was, like, something that grabbed my brain. I also brain. like that they don't want to be there. Yeah. At the same time that he has to go through their trials. I loved that they tested him. Yeah. They and were the like, tests were awesome, right? too. I loved the art and the tests. Yeah. That's <laughs> fantastic. And I loved how different... Obviously, they would be different because they're different ghosts with different personalities. But yeah. I of just course. loved how fine-tuned they were. And yeah, that they weren't easy for him to yeah. pass. Well, in the fact that he fails Dracula's yes. in the beginning. Yeah. I, I like that, that he it wasn't just, oh, I magically passed all of them, that he actually Exactly, failed. yeah. And I, what, what I think, like, and, and there's an artist that, that Matt wants to bring up about uh, what it reminded him of, um, but for me, like, in certain scenes, and, and, like, in certain scenes, he reminds me a lot of um, Tim Sale, who did, like, uh, uh, Batman the Long Halloween and Dark Victory as well as um, like Spider-Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow and Hulk Gray. Um, just like sort of this 
it lo- like it looks like a you know sort of inspirations from somebody like Jack Kirby, you know, like like sort of an old Marvel style, but like with an interesting twist on it, you know, like a, yeah. a sort of modernization and the color palette was really cool. I think like it, I don't know, it was like the you know the sort of flat colors and and using the the inking for shading, you know, rather than using like different colors or whatever, for the most part. Um, I don't know, like I the the style the whole style of the book was just freaking awesome to me. I loved it. Yeah. But um what uh what about you, Matt? You have thoughts. I know you have thoughts. I Let's have, let those thoughts sometimes out. Sometimes I have thoughts. Every <laughs> once in a while. It happens. I can't help it. It's a dangerous <laughs> thing. Um I'm gonna be the voice of uh dissent here, guys. Are you? <gasps> I am. I did not like it. Really? I mean I didn't think it was bad, but I wasn't like Yeah. In, totally engrossed in it at all. So what's uh what was it that, that kind of made you not like it? Uh so I grew up on pulps. Mm-hmm. Like that was my jam. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mentioned before, all the old Tales from the Crypt stuff, all the old like those old horror short comics. Mm-hmm. Uh Creepy was the one I couldn't remember last time. Creepy comics. Oh, okay. Uh old black and white and then you you'd get them in like a trade and they'd have you know, 30 short stories. And a lot of them are a lot of them have this same sort of like Indiana Jones supernatural vibe to them. Coming from that and coming from, like, having read so many of those types of things and then reading this, mm-hmm. it's not that it was bad, but it, that I've just, I, I don't know, what's the word? Jaded. Yeah. I've, you know, and all these old ones. Good Aerosmith song. I don't know. The, I, don't know the, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know who hey, Aerosmith is. Jaded. jaded. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so. Hey, bastard. <laughs> I know. I derailed you. I'm sorry. Um, Go back. You're pulpy. The pulps. So what I what I the, the the vibe I got from this was he was really trying to harness that the old pulp style yeah uh, the old sort of adventure comics the old Tarzan stuff the I old, can totally see that and uh, while that's not a bad thing uh, I feel like while I was reading it I felt like I've already been I, I had I had already been there like mm-hmm. even old Rin Tin Tin stuff yeah or Tin Tin or whatever the Tintin. hell his name is yeah the adventures who's Rin Tin Tin nobody is Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Rin Tin Tin. I thought that was a dog. I think it's a dog. dog? I might be wrong. (laughs) You guys are probably right. Anyway. You guys knew that Tin Tin was uh, the thing, right? The guy who played Tin Tin in the live-action version of Adventures of Tin Tin, the Martin Scorsese version. That was the thing in the new Fantastic Four. Anyway, that's a random fact. Fun fact. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so, no. So, I did like the artwork, and I did like sort of elements around it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In terms of the story, it didn't pull me in. It wasn't engrossing for me, and I yeah. felt it a little bit uh, slow. I don't know. I or or that. that when the action sped up, the action sped up way too fast. Yeah, I... Oh, I, I'm with you on that, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't bad. It yeah. wasn't great. I, I don't know. I'm pretty medium with it. Probably wouldn't. I would not continue reading that series. Yeah. No, there's, I mean, there's, that's the thing with like how much there is the world has to offer. Yeah, and to uh, wrap up my whole point, mm-hmm. uh, the art reminded me of Mike Mignola. 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 Mignon. Mignon. Filet Mignola. <laughs> it's called Mign- Mignon. Dude, he should write he should, his autobiography. Should be Filet Mignola. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, because. It looked. It was very similar. Yeah, uh, not the whole time, but at, at at points, and especially how he drew sort of creatures and stuff. Yeah, which prompted me to then go back and start reading Hellboy again. Oh yeah, and uh, finished volume one, and 
I've read it. I read it like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so here I am reading this, and I start reading Hellboy again. I'm like, no, okay, wait a minute. Okay, this is a plus 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 plus. Whereas this is not so much. Yeah. So maybe that was a bad time to jump into Hellboy after reading that, but because <laughs> Hellboy was like shining brightly over everything. But Shine I just also just like a diamond. I love. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I, I I I intentionally do not like vomit references into the microphone when you're talking. So now I'm going to start. Stop. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Stop it's an audio down. podcast. Uh, I hate talking by myself. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, no. So I, you know, we're not. We're not. I'll, I'll rate it when we all rate. Yeah, it. we'll we'll rate it when we rate it. Mitch, what were your thoughts? I liked it. I think it's a good kind of beginner comic for people who haven't read very many Mm -hmm. because it's got characters that are fairly familiar to people in normal everyday. That's true. Um, I thought it was a kind of unique concept where they're using those characters from literature Mm -hmm. and I thought that was awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm with Matt on like this didn't make me want to keep reading the series. Um, I did love the artwork and I love the concept. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. You know, like I would recommend it to people for sure. Especially people who were like fans of, you know, like if they're Sherlock Holmes fans or like fans of, you know, old literature. Um, see, I'd, I'd rather read, uh, the league of extraordinary gentlemen mm. than this fair point, which is, which, and I feel like they're both sort of similar in the sense that they're both taking these like public domain figures yeah and adding adding them to this to a series that's true elisa what are your thoughts on the book i actually loved it and since i don't have the background that matt has because he's <laughs> so much better than i am wow why you <laughs> he's better than all of us. i'm sorry i had a history of things <laughs> i i actually got to the last page and I was reading it just on my phone because I'd been gone. Mm-hmm. I just got back. And so I was just reading on my phone because I didn't have a chance to find it in paper anywhere. And I got to the last page. I guess I wasn't paying attention. And when it <laughs> ended, I was like, wait, what? No, no, it can't end here. And so I'm, I'm excited to go on and keep reading. Yeah, yeah. But again, I recognize my lowly. <laughs> Not, Not at all. No, I, appre- I appreciate. I will keep reading it. I appreciate I everybody's it. perspective on it, and I have no, no, no judgments whether or not you liked it. Jeez, I, I can feel the judgment. Matt. Not I can at all. Feel it. No way. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. Like I the really... least judgmental person ever. Matt also that's hates what Harry a judgmental Potter, person so would I don't say. Hate Harry Potter. It's oh just not gosh. crazy about Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, I'm the one that hates Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Mitch is the that's hater here. It's ridiculous. Mitch is like Harry Potter sucks. Hater. Star Wars sucks. It's just idiot. <laughs> <sighs> so I disappointed. Know. I don't even know. No, I loved. I really liked seeing when they would when he was drawn with the all of the ghosts around him. Yeah. I don't know why that just like excited me just to no, see I, that right I there. I felt the same way. I absolutely love the idea that he's possessed by all these ghosts. And that the yeah, I liked that the shards were killing him also from the inside. Like yeah. he had to. I also like the fact this isn't a love story. Mm-hmm. He's trying yeah. to save his sister. Exactly. I like that. Yes. Because who needs another love story? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, love stories yeah. are stupid too. Ugh, love, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Except for How I Met Your Mother. That's a beautiful love story. <laughs> yeah, until she dies at the yeah, end. Yeah. That's why it's beautiful, because you don't have to deal with her for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Lo- you love her for a little while, and then she's gone. And yeah, that's She served solved. her purpose, that's okay? Not... She gave him Dark. kids, and wow. now he's like, oh, oh we can be done wow. with her. Wow. Now I can go with Robin. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Mitch, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that got... <laughs> No, I th- that's kind of how it did feel, though. It, they were like, oh, she served her purpose. Now we can kill her off, and you can be with Robin. Yeah. There, I have a lot of strong feelings about the ending of that show. And I, I agree that, like, I, I see the satire in what Mitch is trying to say. It came off, it came off more sincere than satirical. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, the, the ending did kind of make it feel a little... Uh, what, what I like to call a fridging, and what a lot of people call a fridging, uh, the reference there is that uh, Green Lantern Kyle Rayner back in the 90s, um, to create an interesting story for the character, the creators killed off his girlfriend and chopped her up into little, like they, they had a villain kill his girlfriend, chop her up into little pieces, and put her in his fridge. So people like to call that a fridging, where they just kill off a female character to make the story interesting. I feel, I feel that... Hashtag not all men. Yeah. 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 But killing the mom really even make it more interesting, or was it just a... Well, it's like that, oh, that's a really cool concept thing that they tease for nine seasons and then tell you one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, oh, they just end up being happy together. Mitch keeps trying to convince me that if I watch it over again, I'll be happier with the ending, and I just don't know that I want to connect. No, I'm not sure if watching it one time, like... Now that I'm finally on my sixth time, mm-hmm. I have it finally come around times. to. I finally come around to being okay with it, but up until then, I have not been okay with it. But now that I've like studied it and watched it and taken notes, and that's the same thing I've heard everything. about Batman and Robin before the '98 movie, and I'm like, no, uh, there's no way that I will like that movie more after multiple viewings. Yeah, I, I think started it's... watching that, then it's fucking terrible. Exactly. Like <laughs> the only time you will ever enjoy it is if you're wanting to watch something that's super terrible to make yourself feel better about yourself. Like. That was actually my choice. I'm like, should I watch Batman and Robin or Rubber? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you went with the better choice. (laughs) All right, so back to Five Coasts. Let's let's kind of let's give it our rating. If if we were to, you know, and, and you can make up whatever scale you'd like, percentages, fractions, decimal points, whatever you'd like. Um, but what you would rate this book, uh, uh, whoever is, I, I'm, I'm assuming Rachel's probably ready with, with, uh, at least, you know, your, your opinion and, and where you would put your rating. Um, on a scale of one to five ghosts, I uh, give it five ghosts. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a Boom. topical review. Wow. What about you, Elisa? I do not know how to follow <laughs> that, so I'm going to say I would give it four ghosts. Oh, like, yeah. which ghost do you leave out? It's a samurai, isn't it? I, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know who the samurai is, by the right? way. Right? I don't either. He feels like he's just kind of thrown in there. I yeah. agree. See, and I wish they would have addressed which ghost they were, like, because some of them is like, yeah, obvious. Yeah, they didn't but, really. Yeah. Because I feel like if somebody just picked up this book without reading, like, the back or something like that, they'd be like, wait, what the fuck's going on? I actually had to kind of look up. Yeah. They were because Sherlock Holmes, obviously. I yeah. picked that out in Dracula, but then I was like, is that Robin Hood? Yeah. I don't know. It I did be. feel like the tests were Maybe it's all short, over Queen. too. Like, he goes in to take the tests, and... It was pretty rough. They're like, oh, pass. 
I think people, yeah, the tests were way short. Like, I think you could have dedicated one book per test and made it I agree. That would have been better. Because it's like four panels and the test is done. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What about you, Mitch? What's your rating? I think I'm going to go a three out of five. Hmm. We'll make them like dead mothers. Three out of five dead mothers. <laughs> oh, because of how I met your mother. <laughs> wow. Like, wow, for a second I pictured my mom dead. I was like, you just took me to a dark place, Mitch. What's going on? That was weird. <laughs> God damn it, Mitch. <laughs> your brow is sufficiently furrowed. Uh, bring the vibe way down. I'm going to rate it uh, California Roll. <laughs> because Ooh. California Rolls... You can eat. You can eat one, and they're they're not bad. They're not like amazing. Like they provide some form of sustenance. No, but you gotta buy like eighteen of them to get full. So they're not like it, you gotta. You know. Yeah. You gotta. That's, you gotta go down deep. Look at this guy. You don't get to put wasabi on it though. Oh. Oh. I'm not a or sushi guy, sauce. but I'm assuming you that's a bad plain. thing. Is that a bad thing, sushi people? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a sushi guy. Either. I just you know. Yeah. Know. You well, you know sushi stuff. Sushi, I know what sushi is. Still. I love sushi. I've heard of sushi. Before. You've heard of sushi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> I know. This one time <laughs> at band camp. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. So you know, running the mill. Yeah. I thought it was running the mill. I think my rating for this will probably be seventy percent of the quality of Mike Mignola's art. So yeah, seventy percent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, out yeah. of 100? Out of 100, okay. yeah. Because it's a percent. That's what per- the word percent means, out of 100. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I know, that was scathing. I'm sorry. I like me. It wasn't intended to be. Um, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. That's gosh. improbable. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up this week's review of Five Ghosts. It's good. It's a good time. There were five of them. There were five of them. <laughs> Four dudes we all know of and a random samurai. Um, <laughs> so, Wait, what was the samurai's name? I have no idea because it they didn't, didn't, it didn't address it. didn't any of them. Yeah. I, I had to look it up, and it, it was a very long name. He bought that horn. Starts with an M. I That's bet I could Japanese, I bet I could, right? I bet I could like Mushimoto. <laughs> Mushimoto. <laughs> that sounds like a Japanese marshmallow. Oh, New yeah. from Mushimoto. Anyway, that was a terrible it's accent. Something like that. <laughs> wow. So while Matt looks that up, um, next week we are so so. In, if any of you have been trying to like keep track of the format we have and have no idea what the hell we're doing, because um, we don't, because we don't. <laughs> um, but no, our format, which we've finally established, is um, we're switching off. For our reviews, comics, then movies, and comics, then movies, and we have uh, sort of a pattern that we're following on them. So um, right now, on the comic side of things, we're going um, DC, then non-big two, then Marvel, then free-for-all, and on the movie side of things, we're going... Um, uh, Not fast enough to get to watch The Fly. <laughs> Not fast enough to watch The Fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going... Bad, like, and this on the movies we're going as far as like public opinion goes. Uh, bad, then good, then controversial, then neutral. So as far as you know, the court of public opinion is deemed on these movies, which is why we started with Rise of the Silver Surfer, then went to Superman to the Richard Donner cut, and now for next week on our third installment of our movie reviews, Watchmen, the Zack Snyder directed Alan Moore adaptation, Watchmen from two thousand nine. Right? Sure. Sure. We'll go 2009. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, there are three cuts of this movie, guys. 
There is the theatrical cut. There is the director's cut. And then there is the ultimate cut. I have the director's cut. Yeah, the director's cut. I've got either the director's or the ultimate. So I'll tell you the difference between the ones. Obviously, the theatrical cut is the one that's cut down for runtime, you know, and all that stuff. The director's cut is the one where basically most of the footage that they shot is included in there. Um, How much longer is it? I can't remember. Um, I'll have to look up the runtimes. The ultimate cut is the one that tries to basically keep everything from the comic in the movie. So in the except for the best part of the whole comic book, what the end? That's true. Well, yeah, the end is different, Um, but it it has the tale of the Black Freighter, um, the comic book that the kids are reading throughout the thing. The animated. The animated thing, yeah. So oh, that's it's got, cool. It's got the animated Black Freighter interweaved wa- woven throughout that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because you've I've watched w- the actual I've watched Black the Freighter. animated Black yeah. Freighter, but I haven't seen it interweaved in. Yeah, that's and the cool. ultimate cut, it weaves that in. So I think I'm actually going to watch all three. You guys definitely don't have to, but I am. I'll subject myself to that. Yep, I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch the <laughs> ultimate one. Yeah, I've heard it's America's like three cut. hours long. It's not three hours, but I'm sure it's close. It's close, because yeah. the, the Tales of the Black Freighter was pretty long. Yeah. That's cool, I, I like because I like that in the... In the comic, I like that interspersed throughout the tales of the Black Freighter. That you're reading the comic through your comic, yeah, and everything, yeah. And it was a good, it was a good little story too. Um, but yeah, so that's what we'll be reading next week. Um, watching, watch, watching. Damn it, God, <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, have you, well, have you watched the Motion comic? Uh, yes, I have watched the it's Motion super comic. Super good. Yeah, I yeah, love it. I've got that. I might even watch that again. Just. I'll have a full-on Watchmen week. Okay. <laughs> it's like Shark Week, but less dangerous. Actually, as far as sanity goes, it might be. Yeah, it might Pull be out dangerous. a clicker and see how many times you see uh, Dr. Manhattan's dong. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. That sounds to. like a good Shark Week. <laughs> came, for Man- came for Manhattan dong, stayed for Manhattan butt. Um, <laughs> so our, our arbitrary topic this week, guys. Uh, indie comics are, are, are some of our favorite indie comics, you know, which we define really sort of loosely as non-Big 2, because obviously Vertigo is not an independent company, but they're non-DC, non-Marvel universe. Um, you know, freaking throw everything out, guys. Like Family this. Circus, that's my total top favorite <laughs> indie it? comic of all time. <laughs> it makes me laugh every Sunday morning. <laughs> Oh boy, the hijinks those children get into. And have you heard of the Far Side? <laughs> That's too dirty. <laughs> My mom won't let me read the Far Side. I can read Marmaduke and the Family Circus. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh good. Glad we started off on a great note. <laughs> um, who stole the cookies? <laughs> Nobody did. They were there the whole time. And they washed their hands after. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) With that glowing recommendation, I'm definitely reading. (laughs) reading Have you never read Family Circus? I've seen it, but I don't Did you do your homework, Johnny? (laughs) Not yet, but I will. Okay, thanks. (laughs) That's the whole thing. It's hilarious. Oh, boy. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> well, I think we're done here. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's all we have. <laughs> uh, so one <laughs> one indie comic that's been like totally inhabiting uh, my my uh, my life, which I've gotten now. They so they just barely finished up the entire miniseries, like eleven issues or ten issues. Um, 
I have it in both trade format and in single issue format now. Um, is called Cowl. It's by Kyle Higgins, who was the longtime writer of Nightwing as well as Batman Beyond. Um, and, uh, and, and actually, the book I recommended last week uh, by Scott Snyder and Kyle Higgins, Got Gates of Gotham. Um, but uh, no, it's freaking awesome. Like, it's uh, basically, so Cowl is centered around, uh, Cowl is an acronym, stands for Chicago Organized Workers League. Centers around a bunch of superheroes back in the 1960s that form sort of a workers league for superheroes. And it's like this like detective noir type of story um the art is fantastic like if you could put Mad Men on a page like a, a style of Mad Men and throw it onto a page with superheroes this would be this book um very like uh, uh pastel or uh what are those um like oil heavy uh sort of ink heavy like Art style. It's really weird. Kind of like Phil Noto, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like style. inky, oily. Well, what I mean is like he uses a combination of heavy inks and oils. <laughs> yeah, I is gotcha. why I was saying yeah, that. Inky, but yeah, it sounds dumb. oily. Screw you. It's um, like it's like when you're cooking uh, octopus. Yeah, it's like when you're cooking octopus. Lots of ink and oil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's an awesome story. Like the art is just amazing. It's you know kind of a period piece. Um, it's you know mystery mustaches. Uh, just all the things you want in life. Mustaches. Mustaches. <laughs> Yeah, the main the main character looks like Sinestro without the pink skin. It's amazing. I love it. But no, great story, great little uh, little thing. And I think the first trade is like five bucks, um, which is fun. But that's that's an indie comic I've been reading. What about you guys? Fables, still fables, still fables, always fables. Well, because I can't bring myself to finish it. Yeah, I will read two pages, maybe three, of. Issue one fifty, the final issue. Yeah, and I have to, and I like AKA stop myself. Volume twenty four, twenty two, twenty two. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. That I still love the fact that the last issue is a graphic novel. Oh, it's ugh, uh, man. I yeah, I can't finish it. My like, I my I literally can't like. I have to put it down. Just like I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be over. Yeah, but it's nice because there's so many spinoffs. I can enjoy those. Like Ferris, it's really good. Ferris. That's oh yeah 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 you told me yeah, about that yeah, yeah. I I'm caught up now um, we, we, I've already gone down the rabbit hole of the fables on the podcast so I won't go deeper into it <laughs> but you know what we haven't talked about which is one of my favorite indie comics is mm. the Walking Dead oh yeah ah I've heard of these Walking Dead I know it's like there's some <laughs> there's, know, there's... I know here in podcast land it's too late but tonight's the the yeah. premiere of the spinoff. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, three days ago it premiered Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, three days ago in podcast time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As they're listening to it since. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, huh, here. guys? So it was, yeah, <laughs> it was such a good show. Actually, no, I'm, I'm going the other way. Man, that sucks so bad. Oh, was the the regular Walking Dead was so much better. Ugh. I don't uh, even want to fear the Walking Dead anymore. But no, I love that comic book. <laughs> That's such a great comic. Yeah. It's fantastic. It I love is, yeah. watching the show and then also reading the comic, and they're so different. So, I mean, characters are similar, storylines are similar, but they're they're very different. Uh, I, I, I love that he did that. I love that he was like, "I'm gonna make we're gonna make the show, but it's gonna be different." So if you read the comics, you can still enjoy the show, which is good. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yes. I think I think people sometimes because like. It gets annoying when people want things to be so fucking true to the comics that they won't even let the stories be different. It's like, uh, you already have those stories. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Like, there, you have however many volumes at this point, 20, 30 volumes of The Walking Dead at this point that you yeah, can read give through. Or take, yeah. 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 yeah, If you want to read those stories, like, so fuck it. Um, yeah, no, that's, I, I do like that. 
And I love Robert Kirkman. I haven't read The Walking Dead, though. I've read Invincible. Like, you read Wolfman? I haven't read Wolfman. It's, it's pretty good. Is it really? Yeah, I like it. I like Robert Kirkman for his attitude, honestly. Like, he's oh, such yeah. a douchebag oh, when he's great. giving his interviews. He's, like, he's always just like talking about how shitty everyone else in the comics industry is. <laughs> it's so dumb. But, what, Elisa, you're a pretty big indie reader. Well, I'm not a big reader. I feel really like sitting next to Rachel. Uh, I don't even feel like I can say that. I feel so shamed sitting here. But no, I love, I cannot believe, Matt, that you did not bring up Saga. I wanted you to bring it up. Oh, okay. I was Thank about you. to, Saga's and then amazing. I said, wait, Thank you. I will wait. Elisa can bring it up because that's you. her jams. That is <laughs> and I'm so mad because the last, uh, you know, my kids are out of school, so all of my free time is gone. Yeah. And so I am not, I have an entire summer's worth of all of my comics that I'm behind on. Oh, good. I haven't read a single one, <laughs> and I have all my sagas and all my Walking Dead stacked up and all my Buffies and all my Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed of that, by the way. You should be. It. I <laughs> wanted to read it. They're so good. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but I, um, I'm actually excited because I'm going to try for Comic-Con to do... Um, oh, my God, I'm blanking on her name. Matt, Matt, Matt. Alana? Yeah, Alana. The, the girl? Yeah. 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 I'm going to try to do her. Ooh. Nice. You have the hair for it right now. Right, well, okay. Close. Let me, this is shameful, but I'm not ashamed it. of it. I actually got this haircut last year because of her. I took, I took the picture of her to my guy and That's I was great. like, this is what I want. That's why I have my goatee is because of, uh, <laughs> of, of Roy Harper from DC Comics. <laughs> 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 so no shame in that. That's cool. I, I do love Saga. And, I mean, most of the internet totally hates Saga, and they just won't get on board with it. But, you know, I'm just kidding. Everyone loves Saga. <laughs> it's, a, it's the best. It is the best. And Fiona Staples drew the first issue of the new Archie comics, which was really cool, mm. actually. Nice. They rebooted it, and Mark Wade wrote it. So, oh, yeah? so you like yourself some Fiona Staples. That's so weird to me. Right? <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing ever? That they Coming from Archie? Family of Circus Guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> now you have brand new Archie comics. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Oh, I just miss my wins. Richie Rich. <laughs> Fuck. That's so funny. I have you. I've actually again a, a whole summer's behind. Let's keep in mind, but they've got the new Archie Afterlife. Yeah, and I've heard Arenas. Afterlife with Archie. I've got amazing. all of those waiting for me too. I've read the first like issue of all of them. I've heard so many good things about Afterlife with Archie and Archie versus Predator. I've heard is really good. I have that waiting for me. Too. <laughs> That's so cool. You know what I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do with Saga, what I've done with other things, is I'm, I'm going to stop reading it. And I'm going to wait. Yep, that's what I did. Until it's done. Because so, I bet you it'll close. I don't know if it'll ever close, but I so I stopped after volume two, and I'm just collecting the trades. Yeah. Because I hate, like, after a trade comes out, and then you're waiting for the next one oh, for absolutely. ever. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. And that's so, what I'm doing with Saga right now. Yeah. I'm just waiting trade See, yeah. and, and I, I think with Saga they the come out what every two, two months well isn't it the even issues, right yeah. now isn't it on a hiatus they're on a break yeah they're on right a break now. right now so. which is like nothing drives me crazier so it's might as well just put it out of my brain and wait if you want to talk about weights driving you crazy freaking Hawkeye dude Matt Fraction's Hawkeye that was brutal holy fuck the last <laughs> four issues took like a year I still haven't finished it yeah, well, you, you can should. finish like, it now because it's all done. Yeah, now I can. But <laughs> it's wrapped up. Still, I'm still and waiting. It, it was a great conclusion, but you definitely have to go back and start at the beginning of the last story arc because fucking. Dude, I saw that thing you posted with what's her name from Parks and Rec playing 
Oh, Aubrey Kate Plaza Bishop. playing Kate Bishop. Holy shit. Wouldn't that be so oh, perfect? Perfect. I want to watch that. That's like the only I show I want to watch now. Well, I've been like, I've been touting Hawkeye as like the perfect Netflix character for so long because like Matt Fraction's run would just be able to just be spewed right onto the TV. Oh, it'd be fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, and Aubrey Plaza would be amazing. Yeah. And then be so good. Yeah. And I don't know. I wouldn't want Jeremy Renner to keep. Well, I guess he could, but. I would honestly want a different Hawkeye, but that's just me. Or a different Clint. I don't know. I Hawkeye. think he'd be pretty good with seeing like some elements of his character. Like, if he were a little bit more comedic. Like, he was in Ultron. Yeah. But take a, take like a little bit of him out of Mission Impossible 2 and like uh, stuff like that. Just combine all of Jeremy Renner's characters into one Hawkeye? He could make... He could pull it... I think he could pull it off. I, I think he would do a good... He'll just have to get a bunch of Band-Aids on his face, and then we'll see how he looks. Yeah. Yeah. That works. <laughs> But no, uh, Rachel, you haven't you haven't given us any any indie gold that, today. That's because I had to look some stuff up here. Oh, so I have two that I actually want to bring up. Okay, first one is called Mouse Guard. Oh, I've heard that's mm-hmm. way good. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. It's written by David Peterson, mm-hmm. but he does both the writing and the art. Okay, and so it takes him forever <laughs> to put anything out. Uh huh. But if you like, you know, Secret of Nim type things, yeah. I you'd really love it. It's just little mice and their little world, and they have to fight like all the creatures and everything. And they have like this whole mythic past of like the Black Axe, who's this really awesome mouse, mm-hmm. and it's really adorable and sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a lot of people talk about uh, Mouse Guard before and i like i keep intending to like read it or pick it up or whatever and then i don't well, but i should you should was <laughs> <laughs> a really sad ending to that yeah, story they're, they're really short reads for mm-hmm. the amount of time that he puts into it but it kind of makes me like it more the really? time he puts into it yeah and the thoughts of all the characters and i freak out if any of the mice die <laughs> so is it, like, is it like red wall the comic i don't know what that is you guys never read any of the Redwall books? I've uh-huh. heard of them, but I haven't read them. Oh, by uh, by by Jacques something or other. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them, but yeah, I haven't read them. What, I mean, that's what it sounds like. Is that the one with the rabbits? It's the one with the mice. No, you're thinking of Watership Down. Oh, that, that's no. what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> no, Redwall is like just a long. It's a multi-book series, and it's about medieval mice. Yeah, that have things. That that's basically what Mouse Guard is. Yeah. Medieval mice that have do they go? Do they, do they go into in-depth detail about feasts? No. Why are you doing that? that is... <laughs> I'm just being a douche. Turning my head extremely to watch both of you. Uh, no, in, Red, in Redwall, they go into like extremely lengthy, multi-page descriptions of the feasts, and it's just so ridiculous. But that sounds Mouse fun. Mouse Guard is like... Lord of the Rings with mice. Ooh. That's what Redwall is. Ooh. But there's no fantasy Ooh. characters. Uh. Bad guys are all like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys are all like, you know, snakes or birds or whatever. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So very similar. Oh. Very similar. Maybe we should have like a read off where like one of you reads the other. Like you, like Matt goes and reads Mouse Guard and then Rachel goes and reads Redwall. And you guys are like, whoa, it's similar in this way. I'm, I'm down for D- that. But no. Matt will. <laughs> Unless you're really interested in time. terms of like what a mice feast would look like. <laughs> I'm really not, sadly. There's, it's so dumb. It's, no. I mean, it's like 
10 and then they made a feast. brambleberry pie, and it took 15 <laughs> months to make the brambleberry pie. It's just like, oh, shut up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not on board anymore. <laughs> no, don't be. with that. Do they detail like the massive excrement that they unleash after these feasts? Unfortunately, no. Nor, Damn it. Nor do they talk about like them, like you know, like ever taking a shit, having too many babies, and then eating them because there's too many of them, oh. and like you know, so my, it's not realistic. Yeah, like Uh-oh. mice do. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Animal wow. facts. I hate it when I hate it when <laughs> books about mice are not realistic. Right? <laughs> wow. Well, I'm kidding though, Rachel. It's, the mouse card sounds interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I want to bring up the next one. Bring here. up the next one. It's called The Stuff of Legend. Never heard of it. It's got Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Tom Cruise's spunk all over it. It's the stuff of legend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm on a roll today. What do we think of next? <laughs> Sorry, wow. Rachel. I'm okay, really what, what's, <laughs> what's the stuff of legend about? Well, if you like Toy Story, mm. You will like stuff of legend. It's about um, this little boy. I'm buying it right now. That Yuck. gets kidnapped into the world that's in his closet, and all of his toys and animals have to go in and save him. That but started off actually, very un-Toy Story-esque, but, it, but right? then it ended very Toy Story. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's actually really dark. Like, oh. Like, some dark of the toy toys betray... All the other toys. So it's wow. like Toy Story 3. So it's like mm. Game of Thrones Toy Story. Yes. <laughs> but like the world in the closet is like this desolate world and they, they're they trying to find the little boy and they have to go through all these fucked up little hmm. worlds that are in the closet and it's actually pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah a little unsettling. Cool. What, you're, what you're telling me about it? Is like reminding me a lot of Joe the Barbarian by Grant Morrison and Sean Murphy. Take a drink. I do too. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Take a double drink because of the Sean Murphy and Grant Morrison reference. Um, But yeah, I haven't read it either, but like just the synopsis of it that I've read, that reminds me of a very similar, like that they might share a lot of things because little boy and adventurous world and imaginary things. Yeah, no. That sounds really cool. It's awesome. I love it. Those are some of my favorite stories, is like stories that center around the imagination of a child. Yes. You know? Like, That's what kind of makes it a little creepy. Yeah. Though. Which is like, cool. It's a little unsettling because there's children involved and it kind of freaks me out, but mm. it's still a And then the kid story. grows up to be a serial killer in the sequel, it's right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's James Gordon Jr. <laughs> maybe. Oh, we can get the sample. The art's pretty cool in it. Really? Yeah, oh, the art great. is beautiful yeah. in it. <gasps> yeah. Wow. That looks amazing. Yeah, look up art for Stuff of Legend on the Googles. If you're curious about what we're looking at, and then I'm sure you'll find things. Lots <laughs> of things. Yeah. Those are my <clears throat> recommendations. Those are yours. I have, I have, at least. I have more. <laughs> Go for have it. Have more. Give more. Tell us more. <laughs> okay. These one I just want to say really quick because um, the guy that did, um, what is wrong with me? Scott Pilgrim. Mm. So first of all. Brian Lee O'Malley. I, yes. Brian Lee O'Malley. Love those graphic novels. One of my favorites. But he mm-hmm. did another one called Seconds, yep. which I think if you like Scott Pilgrim, it's not. Totally. It is not even a, close to a Scott Pilgrim story. But if you like Scott Pilgrim, I think you would love Seconds. Yeah. it's a standalone book. It's a similar tone, but definitely not a similar story. Exactly. I that one just that is probably one of my 
favorites of all time. I remember yeah. reading it, and liter- it was around Christmas time when I read it, and I mm-hmm. wanted to buy a copy for like every single person that I knew. Oh, yeah. I've already had like four of my friends read Seconds. Yeah. I recommend it to everybody. The yeah. other one that's not very um, cheerful, but it's, auto- <laughs> it's, it's different, and mm-hmm. I, that's, I think that's what I love about it. It's autobiographical, and it's called Persepolis. Oh, I've heard of that. It's fucking amazing. Really? But again, it's this it's autobiographical. It's mm-hmm. this woman's life growing up in Iran. Her name is Marjan uh, Satrapi. I'm probably butchering that awfully. Yeah. But it's her from childhood to mm-hmm. adulthood. And she has, in graphic novel form, hmm. it is amazing. And it's... It's very, it's a very different life than living in these the United States. It's very different, <laughs> yeah. but it's told very organically, mm-hmm. and it very, it feels very truthful as she's writing it, and as you can see, these, you know, the pictures to go along with it. So yeah, yeah. those, that's a huge recommendation. But you need to go into it understanding it's not, it's not make believe. You know, it's, it's not fun and fluffy or even like scary and creepy yeah. like it's real so but it's so good yeah i read that so good mm. well it's good <laughs> i i want to read it now one book that i've been reading a lot lately so i have, I have perception if you want to borrow it here. i do too hmm. borrow mine not his yeah, borrow, 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 I, uh, I, mom dad i can't <laughs> i was fighting <laughs> sorry flashback um <laughs> One book, uh, one book I've been um, really liking lately, but I, I did the same thing that I did with Saga with this book, is I'm like just waiting for the trade to come out. Um, it's called Descender. It's, it's by Jeff Lemire, I believe. Jeff Lemire does a lot of the art for his own books. I don't believe he's doing the art on this book. Um, I've wanted to read that one. So good. Like I can't say a lot about it without like giving things away, but just robots, loneliness. Um, there will be certain random things that remind you of Wally, but not very... like. Not very Wally, just some of the actual themes and tones of it. Uh, um, wait, story of my life. Wally. You say that. You haven't seen Wally. Yeah, have you I seen know. Wally now? Well, I haven't seen Wally, but I've seen trailers uh, of Wally. And I know the, I know the story. I know. I'm the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Descender's really good, and Jeff Lemire is, is quickly becoming a drinking game for me. Um, because I, I love to, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. He is awesome. I have too many creators that are, like, forming a drinking game in my life. <laughs> like Grant Morrison, Jeff Johns, Jim Lee, Sean Murphy, now now Jeff Lemire. Sean Murphy is now being added to my yeah. list. Definitely should be, because, yeah. Yeah. When we Oh, we've both now read Punk Rock Jesus, haven't yes. we? Oh, Ooh. I love Punk Rock Jesus. That's a great Vertigo book. Holy shit, is it good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, like, if you want... Hey, if you want a really compelling, like, alternate reality Punisher story... Ooh, don't you think? Uh, yeah, like definitely. Irish Intrigued. Punisher. Oh. Um, there's this, yeah. There's this like Irish uh, hitman. He was a member of the IRA, which is like the most badass, crazy, militant Irish terrorist group. Um, but he was a member of them. And, and anyway, there's this kid who's basically who's made from the gen, um, from the DNA of Jesus Christ. Who's cloned from the DNA of Jesus Christ? From the shroud. From the shroud. So the you know they they get a hold of the shroud and they clone him from the DNA of Jesus Christ. Now you're thinking like, oh man, religious book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, 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 no. nope, 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 no, nope, sir. nope, nope, um, <laughs> And you've got to read it to find out because you're thinking by me saying clone from the DNA of Jesus Christ, you're like, oh well, now that's just validating that Jesus is good. Just read it. Just freaking read it. <laughs> yes. But it's so good, and the art is amazing, I love and like art. I'm so glad that it's not colored because it fits the tone of yeah. the story so much better, and like. 
first of all, in the way that Sean Murphy draws vehicles, like the dynamic scenes of like the dude driving on his yeah. motorcycle and stuff is so awesome. Like those were all awesome scenes. I love those because there's a lot of chasing. Yeah. There's a lot of chasing. And this book, as far as the size of this book, it's probably about as big as uh, Batman Black Mirror, um, at least the graphic novel. And, like, I burned through that book within, I think, two or three hours at the most. And yeah, I'm just I like, read it at work. Yeah. It's 192 pages. Yeah. It's freaking good, but man. But I couldn't stop myself. At all. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, like, it gets really dark at times and deals with a lot of, like, crazy shit. And you get an insight into the life of, like, this crazy Irishman and... It's good. It's super good. I have another one. Okay. Just to stick on my serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Dahmer, who was written by a gentleman that went to high school, Jeffrey Dahmer. And he basically wrote his time with him in graphic novel form. (gasps) That's awesome. It's really disgusting and horrible. I'm sure. I absolutely loved it because I'm weird like that, but it's interesting to see how he viewed him as a teenager in high school because they like weren't best friends but they were friends yeah they were they were friendly so, yeah yeah and you That's can just kind of see him develop into what he became and it oh. all traced back to one noogie that he got in junior high right, right? Uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> he's exactly. like now i'm gonna kill some people <laughs> show you so Mitch, do you have any any recommendations for us on the indie side of things? I don't. I'm not big into the indie side. Mostly, so. mostly Marvel guy. Yeah, it's the Marvel. So this podcast is kind of getting me to venture <laughs> outside of my comfort bubble. Yeah, yeah. that's the goal. DC. That's, that's why we indie. cover four different weeks of topics. Oh, exactly. And I'm, I'm liking what I'm reading so far. Yeah, yeah. From are. what I've gotten from you guys. So. <laughs> All right. Batman was okay. <laughs> Matt. Five Ghosts was great. Jason. Yeah. Um, do you is was there any more recommendations you wanted to make before uh, before we move on? For indie stuff? For indie stuff. Uh, I read one recently called Spaceman. 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 Space Man. Man in space. <laughs> it's a guy who is bio, who is bioengineered to be able to work in space who is then grounded hmm. on Earth. So he looks like a big giant monster kind of guy. That sucks. Yeah, that sounds uh, like one of the dudes from uh, uh, the Umbrella Academy. Anyway, sorry. Go it, it was a good comic. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Really? Yeah, quick read. Good. That's good. I like quick reads, honestly, especially with indie comics, because it's like, oh, I get to dab my toes in this world really quickly, and you know, see if I like it. Yeah. Um, no, totally. The other one, the other <laughs> one, it's this, I'll still recommend it is the Ricardo Delgado's Age of Reptiles series. Age of Reptiles. It's a dinosaur. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You had me read some of that. Yeah, that's good with stuff. No dialogue. Yeah. Zero dialogue. Yep. No dialogue. That's good. Just dinosaurs. So, <laughs> that sounds like a, like a DC ad from 2003. No dialogue. No words. All dinosaurs. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So our next comic book week. So first of all, you know, next week we have our movie, Watchmen. Um, but then our next comic book week will be a Marvel week. So two weeks from when this book comes out. Now, we all brought... Well, most of us brought a Marvel recommendation. One of us was not instructed, clearly. So that's the fault of the rest of us. So sad. <laughs> but I'll just pick one for you. There we go. Matt could pick one for you to recommend. I think that's a good idea. Okay, great. I was going to so. say, I've, I actually was thinking about changing mine. <sighs> Jesus. 
God damn it, Mitch. <laughs> How long do we have? Everything. We had two weeks, Mitch. We had two weeks. <laughs> you had one job. One oh, job for I've two weeks. You have one job one. on this shit. I've already got one. Yes, I know, but you need one, not two. Thanks, Phil Tippett. <laughs> I can just switch it, and this one I think is better. <laughs> All right. As I got long that as, reference. As long as none of us have, uh, have recommended it yet. No, so. it's not one. That what is it, Mitch? Suspect. Spit it out. The Immortal Iron Fist. Okay, which volume? Uh, one. One. Okay. By Matt Fraction and David Aha and uh, and uh, Ed Brubaker, I think, did some of the writing on that yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Nice. Read it? I haven't read it, but I, it's been on my list forever. Yeah. It's like reading Sin City. Really? Which yeah, is I fun. Like it. Speaking of mm-hmm. uh, indie trades that I really like, Sin City was Sin yeah. City. Oh, of course. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. Uh, okay. Good job, Mitch. Good job, yeah. Mitch. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> We're proud of you. What about you, Matt? Uh, I did read Immortal Iron Fist. And actually, first, before we move on, why, were, why are you recommending Immortal Iron Fist? Yeah. It's a fun story. I like the art in it. It kind of verges onto the mystical parts of Iron Fist. and It's a lot of fun. Plus, we've got Iron Fist coming up, so it could introduce in two people years. to... Yeah, three years. In a little three bit. Years. Yeah. Because he's kind of a... Give you a good little toe dabbing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Toad dabbing. Toad dabbing. Oh, dab dab toe. <laughs> toad dabbing sounds like the dumbest <laughs> name of like a like a fictitious character. <laughs> Mr. Toad dabbing. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> Matthew, uh, I tried to pick one that I figured you guys probably haven't read. Okay. Because that's always know, good. I've pretty much read every Marvel thing ever. Oh wow, that's a quite a quite a boast. It's a I'm but <laughs> no, and I don't say that in a boastful way. I just say like we're trying to pick things that we're trying to pick things that yeah. we either haven't read or like we would like you know so yeah or that we think a lot of people haven't read. Yeah, totally. So mine was Maximum Carnage. Total surprise! I didn't even know you liked that comic. Who knew <laughs> that I like Spider Man? Yeah. Oh, by but the way, has anyone has any have any of you guys read it? I, I haven't not. read it. That's why. Yeah. No, and I've heard you talk up Maximum Carnage quite well, a bit. Well, so the reason I talk up Maximum Carnage is because it was the first big, like, over-arc yeah. that I ever read. And I think you mentioned it on the on I, the I did, yeah, informative yeah. comics Yes, I did. Podcast. Because uh, it's, you know, it's like you get these big teams and there's all, the, like, extraneous characters from the Marvel Universe. So that was a big introduction for me into a big part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was my suggestion. What's your suggestion? It's not, like, great, but it's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it is in the 90s, so... It was... For coming out of the 90s, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. I mean, when something good comes out of the 90s, you know it had to have been pretty good, because, yeah. like, I'm sure editorial at both publishers was not letting good things come out. <laughs> like, no, not enough pouches! Um, so that's the good thing about Spider-Man, though, is because... He survived the 90s fairly He survived intact. the pouch craze. Thanks, Todd McFarlane. Yes. But for, speaking of the pouch craze, and this is something that well, I think we should do, maybe not for maybe not included in this, mm-hmm. but the first uh, Deadpool miniseries from '93 is that the Liefeld one? It's not Liefeld. No, really, I would never recommend a Liefeld. To <laughs> <anybody>. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. That that's just torture. Yeah. No, it's not. It's uh, it's the other Way? guy. It's Daniel the other, Way. What? Daniel Way is that his name? Way. Wasn't there a dude that wrote Deadpool for a long time? Oh, no, no, not him. It was the other guy who created Deadpool, uh, Fabian Nicieza or however. Fabian, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so it's his, and it's it's just a four-part. It's a four-issue. Maybe we can read that just just for fun. 
Well, I was thinking about that because the Deadpool movie's going to let's save that for a ah, There Deadpool we go. Topical. Uh, <laughs> but do, wait, do you want me to do Elisa's now or should I do Elisa's later? Hmm. We'll come back to it. We'll come go back ahead. around to Elisa's. So, <laughs> the one that I brought today is uh, Uncanny X Force Volume 1 The Apocalypse Solution from Rick Remender. Um, and, Remen- and Remender would be on my list for Take a Drink. Really? I f- read a whole dude, lot of rec- uh, Remender. T- yeah, Recommender. I, every, yeah, I re- definitely recommend him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read everything. Yeah, yeah. I so this one, I, I've actually had this trade for probably a year and a half at this point, and still haven't read it. I've you read like two son issues. Son of a bitch! I know. It's just like I'll read. I like I read one issue and then got caught up in a bunch of other stuff, and then I came back and read the second issue, and then again caught caught up in a bunch of other stuff. Um, and so I haven't read it yet, but I love, like, I, I, first of all, I love the cast. Um, and, like, for me, my, my involvement in the X-Men universe up to this point has been through the movies and through the cartoons for, you know, the, the vast majority of my involvement. Other than that, it's been, you know, a bit of Grant Morrison's new X-Men and a bit of, um, well, I guess the entire Joss Whedon run, um, although I don't remember tons from it, other than, like, the Kitty Pride and Colossus stuff. Um, and so I'm, like... I'm still definitely a noob in the X-Men compared to you people on the Savage Land. I'm a noob as well. Really? So. Well, I feel less lonely now. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, the, the stuff that I've, you know... I'll just look down my nose at you. I know. Because Matt's read Join everything. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, like, I, you know, I watched X-Men Evolution, I watched Wolverine and the X-Men, and I watched the 90s X-Men... And then, obviously, the movies. And so I haven't, like, gotten a really deep dive into, especially these characters specifically, like Psylocke, um, uh, Archangel, or Angel, depending on which side you look at him as, and then um, Phantom X. Obviously, I know a good amount about Wolverine and Deadpool. Um, he's definitely Archangel in this comic book. Well, I mean, in the issue I read, it was him and uh, Betsy kind of talking about, like, oh, I don't want Archangel to come out or something like that, or getting near Apocalypse is going to do something, whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, uh, I'm really interested, and in, I mean, the look of it just looks awesome. I love Jeremy Opeña's art, um, and so I'm, 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 I'm excited to read it, and I'll probably read it regardless of whether we choose it this week. But Yeah, that's one of my top favorite comics ever. Yeah? Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Rachel? It's got the best Deadpool and Archangel moment you've ever seen in your really? life. Really? I, I, I haven't I'm seen many, so... I'm going to spoil it, and it's... It probably is the best, because I haven't seen amazing. many. Really? Yeah. Okay. Rachel? Uh, my pick is Journey into Mystery. From which which uh, which story arc? Which it's, trade? Um, starting Fear Itself, okay. which happens after Siege. So Fear Itself, Journey into Mystery. Yes. Riding on the coattails of Siege. Yes. Fear Itself. Okay. Fear Itself was the uh, the weird like cosmic entities come to Earth, right? Yeah. And like they then they then they take over Juggernaut and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Loki. Yeah. I'm with you. Instigates everything. And I've, I've seen this in on your But then before. he decides, oh, well, shit, I, I'll, I'll fix this. And he gets killed, and then he's reincarnated as Kid Loki. So this is where okay. Kid Loki ah. begins. Yep. I enjoyed him in uh, the Karen Gillan Young Avengers book. Yeah, written by him. Oh, really? Too. Yeah. Ah. So this is where Kid Loki starts. Okay. And I, I love Kid Loki because he actually is really good but mm-hmm. he does things in a low-key sort of way yeah so <laughs> did this you re- seem really awful but yeah did you, did you read the kid loki and miss marvel team up team up the new miss marvel kamala khan i did read that actually that's pretty good so the so the fear itself journey into mystery yes 
Now, what's Elisa's pick, Matt? Oh, Elisa's <laughs> Elisa's pick for this for this is uh, Marvel 1602 by Neil Gaiman. Ah, that that's been be on your shelf. That was my other recommendation. Really? Yeah. It was also my one. other recommendation, so it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and why why does Elisa recommend that? Elisa one? recommends this because Elisa really likes the Marvel characters, mm-hmm. but hasn't spent a lot of time in the universe. Mm. And this is a great comic that. Has that, no continuity. It has absolutely no continuity whatsoever, but still uses all the same characters hmm. and is written by the brilliant Neil Gaiman. Hmm. That, so that recommendation that Elisa made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is actually making me... Uh, I, I, it made me decide my next recommendation on the DC Week because I think Matt Elisa will actually really enjoy the, the recommendation that I'll make that's very, in a very similar tone. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> So, um... Was it DC 1603? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> DC 1604, Matt, you dumbass. Ah, sorry. <laughs> um, so, I guess now we, we have to vote. And, and for our voting, we cannot vote for our own recommendation. So, Mitch cannot vote for... I know. Um, Mitch lame. cannot vote for Immortal Iron Fist. I cannot vote for Uncanny X-Force. Whichever book has the most votes... By the end, will be the one that we read on the next uh, next week in our or next two weeks from now. Yeah, we got the Marvel it. week. We got, yeah, we got it. Okay, everybody got it. Everybody's on board. Matthew, we all got it. What's your vote? I don't know yet. Come back to me, <laughs> <laughs> Mitch. What is your vote? I think I'm gonna go with the X Men. Go with the the X Force, Uncanny X Force. Okay. Have you, you haven't read it, Mitch? I haven't. Oh, fuck, the one so for good. X-Force. You're going to love it. Well, since I can't vote for my recommendation, <laughs> which sounds amazing for me, mm-hmm. I like the idea of Kid Loki. Like the, okay, cool. so you like the journey into mystery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Rachel. We are, we are, as you had to step out of the room, there was adventure calling. Um, <laughs> there was so much adventure, you guys. <laughs> so we, we're now voting. You can't vote for your own. But which uh, which recommendation do you vote for to read on our next comic episode? I know it's a tough one. Well, I've already read sixteen oh two many 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 times. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. I picked the X Men one. The X Men one. Okay. I'm, I'm not familiar with X Men too much. So. X Force. Two. Yeah. Two for X Force and one for um, Journey into Mystery. I'm probably gonna go sixteen oh two. Because that, that does intrigue me, and I do love Neil Gaiman, and I haven't read enough of him. What's your vote, Matt? X-Force. X-Force? All Just right. Just because it's like one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> looks like, looks like <laughs> we're going X-Force. I am still probably going to read Maximum Carnage at, at one point, because I know you love it so much. I can, I can, I have that, I have all those, the ac- the, the actual comics, mm-hmm. and then I've got the trade for 16 if you want to borrow. There we go. I also have the trade for 16 Oh, shit. Now, Mom, Dad, Jesus, again. (laughs) I'm not picking sides. Um, All right, so Uncanny X-Force, the first volume, collects um, Uncanny X-Force issues one through four and some material from Wolverine Road to Hell. Um, If if you're not wanting to buy the trade, you can also find it on Marvel Unlimited. Again, it's four issues with some other material, um, you know, strewn about from the other Wolverine story. Also written by recommender, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what will be our next Marvel week. And uh, next week on the next show will be Watchmen the movie. So look forward to that. Um, other than other than that, guys, is there any other final words or last things you'd like to shout out? 
I, first of all, I want to shout out one thing. Everybody go and like the Vinyl Tapestries on Facebook, because they're freaking, I, I, maybe there's no the, but like Vinyl Tapestries on Facebook, because they're an amazing band featuring our very own Matthew. Aww. Yes. I know. Yes. I saw him live for the first time last week, and it amazing. was freaking great. Um, yeah, no, that's, I, that's why I keep dying and going to Jurassic World. Yeah. Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt's band kills him a lot. Um, but no, it's, it's, it, was, it was a freaking fun time, man. Um, Our next show's uh, the 29th at Garage on Beck here in Salt Lake. So, so for all you Utah people, and I guess actually most of our listenership still is, is based in Utah, which is good. So yeah, go check out the Vinyl Tapestries in Garage on Beck. Where where exactly is that in the landscape of things? I don't know. It's on Beck like area. Street. Oh, yeah. it's by the refineries. By the refineries? Okay. Make sure you guys go check them out, all right? Um, anyone else want to shout anything out or say things or... Yeah, thanks out. for letting me come hang out again. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh <Of course>. yeah! <laughs> You're welcome on anytime. We love we love having Yay, indie group comics. Shows. <laughs> Hooray for Yay. indie! Yeah. <laughs> um, if anybody's got any suggestions, you can contact us on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, I would I would love to get people commenting on our posts. Yeah. Uh, with recommendations, because totally. And I'm always on. Both of them. So, I mean, just to interact with people that are listening. You know, I think just that, to interact. that we do, you know, we do give each other pretty good ideas of stuff to read and yeah, like to share that. To but I, there's so much out there. And I know everybody out in internet, internet land has their own favorites, of, particularly with the indie comics, because I, I think it's nice to be able to read a set story from start to finish in one sitting. Definitely. Yes. And uh, if there's good recommendations out there, please, please, please give them to us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna need some help when we gotta pick DC comics because <laughs> I've got no idea. Yeah, so, so help Jason oh, out, try ideas. to convert me. <laughs> let's, yeah, Rachel's got ideas. I've got ideas, but let's. So for let's, yeah, for for uh, you know, leading up to the next DC week, let's get some fan help and have people mm-hmm. recommend something on behalf of Mitch, so Mitch can come with a, a ready prepared recommendation. No, no, no. I think Mitch. I think you need to do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> And, and go find something, something just, that you want to read. Yeah, Grab something randomly thing. out of DC. No, our, our recommendations aren't always going to be something we've already read. It's something that yeah. you might be curious to read and something that interests you. But, That's what I was going to go. But if I can get recommendations from absolutely. people to know where to start. And so for a week. When we do DC Week, can we include Vertigo? Um, I say we if include... If it's sort of canonical. Okay. What, so what are... Uh, I guess we'll talk about that off the show. Possibly. Um, okay. if, it, <laughs> if it relates in DC Universe. Because I've got one, and, okay. I, and, I, and, and I want... I want it to be picked. Is it one that interacts? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk about that off the show, and we'll give the, uh, we'll give the update later. But uh, thanks for listening. Check us rate out on Facebook us. and Twitter. Yeah, please rate and review so uh, we get more. Because the thing is, like, with a name like Savage Land Podcast, people are not going to find us unless they specifically search for Savage Land Podcast. But if you rate and review us, then, you know, the more rates and reviews we get, the more that people looking for comic book podcasts or things like that are going to find us. And, and we love knowing that we're loved or hated. You know, I mean, if you hate us, we want to know. So shout us out, uh, you know, and, and share us with your friends, all that fun stuff. Um, but enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.